You're listening to Nick's Snacks and KFKA, hosted by Nick Kenny. Nick is the CEO of the Greeley Philharmonic Orchestra and the 2019 Greeley Chamber Ambassador of the Year. Nick's Snacks also touches on local and global issues through Nick's perspective, offering unique insights into the world's happenings. Prepare to learn something new in this thought-provoking and entertaining show. What was that? People are you don't know what to Drift the Away is? I do know what Drift Away is. It is a okay. good song. I appreciate that. That's just always song. a toss-up for what what will be led into the show. And Micah, that was perfect. Day after day, I am more confused. <laughs> it's true. Well, that was the awkwardest. <laughs> awkwardest? This is how today's gone. Oh, jeez. You're listening to Nick's Snacks on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA, Northern Colorado's voice, here in the Allo Communications studios in downtown Greeley. I'm your host, Nick Kenny, with co-host Alyssa Sanchez. Yes, I think that I should get a sound effect with my, my name, like a wang. <laughs> Darthus Pincus. <laughs> I don't think Not Alyssa's that. seen Star Wars. No, I've never seen Star Wars. Well, I have. I have. I've seen them all once. I was just agreeing with you. I'm in. I'm in. You're my boss mode. <laughs> okay, don't forget it. Another three weeks. It's true. Exactly. Many Yikes. co-hosts. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I didn't think this through when I offered this. Did I? No, you did not. I, however, did. <laughs> I don't know how I did, but I did. All right. For those betting people out there, how long until Nick and Alyssa have a morning show? <gasps> Yes. Or an afternoon Is talk that show. the kind of show where we just talk about the things we're in mourning of? Or? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That's a That's lot. my kind That's of show. Yeah. We'd have a, a listener. Micah would be happy to produce that. It's true. Well, we have an excellent show today, um, calling in all the way from Indiana. I almost said Fort Wayne because that's where I'm from, but not, is Samantha Chapman, who is an alum of Manchester University, where I went to school and was also recognized this year as, oh gosh, what was that thing called? Um, uh, a st- outstanding young alumni. So exactly. Congratulations, Nick. Well, congratulations to you. You have a much cooler job um, oh, doing neat things. So, <laughs> Samantha, thank you for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Uh, Samantha is the Indiana State Director at the Humane Society of the United States. That's me. Yep. That, that is, Alyssa just made wow. her mouth dropped, her yes. jaw dropped. <laughs> my entire jaw. Her entire mouth just <laughs> go- <laughs> fell off my face. Don't be too impressed. <laughs> um, so, Samantha, thank you so much for being on. Um, I don't think I knew you in school. Did We, we overlapped, didn't we? No, no. Like, I mean, I know of your name. I mean, it was such a small school, right? Like, so, you know, what were we like 1200 students or yeah, through the whole campus. I mean, very small, but so like I knew of you, but I, yeah, I don't think we overlapped too much in classes or anything. No, we were your reputation. Yep. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) 
uh, something like that. Alyssa knows <laughs> me too well. It's true. Alyssa's been my was my intern for what eighteen months. Yeah, as long as I could stick wow. around. As yeah. long, yeah. And then uh, then legally she had to <laughs> take six months off <laughs> for and, my mental wellness. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, the capacity uh, at the orchestra. And actually, she wanted to do that um, just for fun. Mm-hmm. It was a unique story. It was awesome. And now I, yeah, now I have a couple different jobs all smashed together. Yes. So she will be continuing to be the Greeley Philharmonic Orchestra representative. Yes. After I, when when I leave. Yes. Telling about all the fun things coming up for us. That I'm missing out on. Yes. FOMO. (laughs) When is your last day, Nick? When are you making the transition? January 29th. And then I leave for Japan uh, right after that to go visit my best friend who's stationed over there. And then I have a week off, and uh, and then February thirteenth, my new career takes off. Wow, one month oh from gosh. Friday. Oh my gosh, wow. you're right. Isn't that crazy? It is. That's a whirlwind. I know. Now the emotions are starting. <laughs> I could see it set in as I said that. Yeah, thanks for that. You're welcome on air too. I know. We should start recording these things so everybody can see just the look of panic that just overcame you. Was it panic? It was. It looks like you were buffering. So uh, forgive me if I read it wrong. Buffering? Like, yeah, like when a computer buffers. I just froze. and mm-hmm. But there was a lot going on behind the eyes. There was a lot going on behind the eyes. So everybody who couldn't see it, don't worry. Close you your probably eyes. feel and... like you just did. That was very descriptive. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Alyssa. You're welcome. Well, Samantha, uh, first of all, let's just start. How were your holidays? They were lovely. I was actually up in Fort Wayne, so I think you're maybe from around that area. So I was there for a few days. And uh, were you there for the blizzard? Well, does not. Um, I actually live like just north of Indianapolis, so I was in my new town home, and I was um, kind of uh, bunkered down, and it was absolutely horrible and really cold. <laughs> but I survived somehow with my fireplace. So it was, that was lovely. miserable. It was a negative 38 degrees on Christmas Eve Eve. Oh, oh my gosh. It was so cold. I, I mean, I don't remember ever like temperatures that cold in my lifetime. It's mm. been, it was terrible. No. I mean, it just reinforces why I'm never going to move back to the Midwest. I won't say <laughs> never. I mean, something really neat could happen. Like, I don't. I can't even think of anything neat that would they bring me back. They open a museum to you there, and you're the president. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure, one day we'll see. Um, there was, there's uh, nothing I, wrong with Indiana. <laughs> no, there's not. Just the cold. I mean, people think Colorado is cold. It's really not. The intense sunshine, mm-hmm. the snow melts pretty quickly out here in the front uh, front range, mm-hmm. um, and. It's it's rarely that cold. That's what always drives me crazy when I tell people I don't like the cold. They always tell me I'm living in the wrong place, but I don't think that's true. I don't have to usually put up with the snow for too long unless it's long snow like this, but that's usually only a handful of times a year. Yeah. It's not bad. No, it's really not. Mm-hmm. And, Sam, did you see that the Glenbrook um, flagpole broke? What? Yeah. No, I didn't hear that. Oh my goodness! Oh, that's a huge flagpole. Holy cow, that's scary. I know. I think that was the largest flying flag in the United States. Was uh, Glenbrook Mall in Fort Wayne? Um, the thing was massive. You could almost see that thing from anywhere um, on the outskirts of town. It was kind of like a national landmark that went up after nine eleven. Um, but because of the extreme cold temperatures and the wind, that thing snapped and came oh, crashing down yeah. on some cars at a dealership. Good thing it didn't oh. crash on Coliseum Road because I mean that was. You know, people drive, and that's a very, you know, main road. Yeah. 
but oh the my busy goodness. road for sure. Oh my gosh, that's crazy! I didn't hear that. That's, oh, I know. Um, pretty scary, was, but I'm not surprised. It was freezing. So. It it was the reason Fort Wayne was trending on Twitter on Christmas Eve. Eve. <laughs> wow. Yes. And then Greeley was I trending mean, like a day before. Greeley. Okay, it was me, but I was going from Greeley to Fort Wayne. <laughs> Narrating my uh, my journeys home. Um, gotcha. Well, Sam, tell us a little bit about you, where you grew up, and uh, and then why you chose Manchester. Now, I, I will yeah. confess to folks when they see my my degree or my diploma on on the wall um, of Manchester, I if I could fake a British accent, I would pretend that it was overseas. <laughs> And I practiced this morning to try to pull it off on the show today. And Alyssa knows that I accents all the time. Yes. Your British accent is one of your best. Is it? Yes. Okay. If that's one of his it. best, we need then to hear it now. Uh, yeah. that's an insult. Wow. You're saying that's an insult. <laughs> no, I think it's great. I'll Nick, I think up. your your self-accent is one of your best. Thank you. I'll open a segment two with my British accent. How's that? So I can Brilliant. practice <laughs> yes. in between segments. All right. But yeah, Sam, where are you from? Um, and, and how'd you choose Manchester? There yes. we go. It was one word. I love it. Yeah. So um, I'm from Fort Wayne, Indiana. So um, where'd you, know, you go to high school? Good, good place. Um, I went to Homestead High School. Oh, what about you? Northside. Oh, okay. That's a good place. Oh, it was a fantastic place. Yeah, I don't know how it good. is now, but Homestead is Homestead was one of the. They always won marching band competitions. <laughs> that is true. And I was not in the marching band. Sorry. That, that that is all right. So I won't hold that against you. So anyway, grew up in Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne, yeah. So my family still is is in that area, and um, Manchester gave me an excellent scholarship. And um, at that time, I actually knew that I wanted to go to law school, and there was also a three year fast forward degree program. So I sped through undergrad like a crazy person. Why would anybody want to, um, you know, go through your best years of your life quickly? Mm -hmm. So that was, that was my journey. That was, you did the complete opposite of me. I had two degrees and it took me five years. Okay. Okay. So so we balanced out. We both completed, if we took the average, a four year degree. Me too. I was a five year with two degrees as well. Wow. I know. I mean, that's pretty impressive though. Two degrees. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I only finished one. I just ended up with one. But, I, yeah. I have a tendency to rage quit things. <laughs> <laughs> I graduated with no debt. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. That's my second favorite D word. No, it's my least favorite D word. Second favorite? Debt. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Boy, if I knew what I knew now. I, 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 I tell folks that uh, I only have one regret in my life. I've made a lot of interesting choices, and I have a lot to reflect upon in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, however, my main regret was at, at Manchester for your first year, you had to live in the dorms, and you had to have a meal plan. And there was once a time where I was shy, and if I didn't have a friend going to the dining hall, then I wouldn't go eat. Oh, no. So I probably only consumed 40% of the meals that I had paid for. I mean, what? how many bacon and eggs? Oh my gosh, and those were expensive. I know. Yeah. It was my biggest regret in my life. I can't believe you were shy. That's what you took <laughs> yeah, away from this? <laughs> yes, it is hard to believe. Well, th- there was a time. I mean, the only thing that would have changed is maybe I'd be, I would have really packed on those, the, the freshman 15, 14. Yeah. 14. Well, that yeah, ice cream make machine, it a little that less. Soft serve. I know. Oh my gosh. <sighs> Regrets. I'm going to get that tattooed. (laughs) 
on my arm so I'd never forget. <laughs> yep. Stay tuned for more Nick Snacks. We're going to learn all about Sam Chapman and what it means to be the state director at the Humane Society of the United States. When we come back from this break, stay tuned. To Nick Snacks, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA, brought to you by 477 Distilling, located in downtown Greeley with dangerously delicious cocktails, 477 Distilling. Nice. Yes. That's out to Brent Kramer. He always uh, gives me a hard time on the golf course. Dangerously delicious cocktails. <laughs> but they Ooh, are. Ooh, that sounds tempting. They are. They are I'm going to make a trip to Greeley. Uh, they, it is Yum. sensational. I am their brand ambassador. Wow. Unofficially. I was going to say, I didn't wow. know that. What does that entail? Like, do you get free drinks? I, sometimes he has to work behind the bar. Sometimes, sometimes I do. <laughs> I enjoy, they make me make, they let me make cocktails sometimes. Um, there's a famous drink called the Nick Pour, um, mm. which, yeah. well, you just have to see it. It's a, it's a two finger pour, but not like two fingers that are close together. It's, it's, what is this? Rock on. Rock on. It's rock on fingers. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I've never had to describe that over <laughs> over the uh, over the air before. So, well, yeah, we down, figured it out. We did. This is why Alyssa is just the best. It's true, and that, getting that in writing, Alyssa is the best. Yeah. All right. Well. Okay. <laughs> All right. We have Sam Chapman um, calling from Indiana, Fishers, Indiana. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Fishers. All right, Fishers. Um, and you are the state director at the Humane Society of the United States. So uh, you fast-forwarded through your undergrad, and uh, where did you go to law school? Yeah, so I went to IU McKinney School of Law here in Indianapolis, and I've been in Indy pretty much um, ever since. So 2012, and yeah, uh, almost 10 years later, or 10 years later, here I am. Fantastic. Um, and when you were in law school, did you know that you'd be, you know, tugged toward the, the animal world, or did you have something else in mind? No. So, you know, initially, um, when I was in college, I thought that I was going to do environmental law. Um, and, you know, I found out very quickly, I took my very first water law class, or it was a property class that we covered water law, and I thought I was going to die. It was the most boring, <laughs> terrifyingly boring subject I'd ever studied. <laughs> really? And, yeah, I just, yeah, it was not, not for me. Um, I figured that out really quickly. But um, during my time at Manchester, I actually did an internship at Biomet, um, which makes, you know, medical devices like, you know, replacement knees and things like that. And um, so I sort of got interested in, you know, the whole like health law world, which is why I ended up going to IU Indy um, for law school. They have a really strong health law program. So I really thought that that was going to be my path. Um, But yeah, it, it didn't exactly turn out that way you know life is is interesting that way and it's it's all a very um complicated journey sometimes but um i've always been a big animal lover so that's that's been you know i always had pets growing up my parents actually um they rescued great like racing greyhounds when i was a kid so we always had dogs growing up yeah i actually have a picture of when i was like a baby with our our um rescue greyhound lionel um so yeah, it's a really cool, like, full circle moment, I feel like, um, between, like, being a, a child and, like, in my current professional job. 
That's amazing. So what does it take? You are the Indiana State Director of the Humane Society of the United States. I mean, we have a Humane Society of Weld County we where I have got two of my pets. One. I don't know why I'm looking at oh, right the Exactly. The first was, is Boba Pet. She is not the most feared cat in the galaxy, unfortunately. She does not live up to her namesake. Um, <laughs> Maybe most fearful. She is. But she grew up on the streets of Evans. Mm. And when we adopted her, um, she had been pregnant at six months. And, oh, my oh, gosh, wow. she wouldn't come out of the uh, – it was actually a horrible, horrible experience. So she wouldn't come out of the closet. She wouldn't eat anything. And I'm sitting there, oh, no, I'm texting my cousin who lives in Fort Wayne who was uh, working at an animal clinic at the time. And she goes, oh, that's all normal. That's natural. I'm like, well, when I am hiding in the closet not eating for three days, people get concerned. So when a cat does it, I was very concerned. (laughs) Um, Totally. So uh, anyway, then uh, we took her to a vet. And then, uh, anyway, she had some problems. Like, um, she has worms. Oh, my gosh, that was the worst of seeing little... Oh, my gosh. Maggoty things coming Poor out of baby. out of some uh, out of the hindquarters. Oh, um, so I thought yeah. it was just like, oh, somebody got into the rice or something. Yeah, who gets it? Whatever. Um, so then we put her on Poor the thing. the medicine. Like, just be aware, you might have some unfortunate scenes to wake up to in the next couple of days. So we locked her out of the room. And um, <laughs> good call. It was like opening the door like it was a horror movie. Like, oh my gosh, you know, after a disaster had struck, mm-hmm. and no, she was fine. Oh, it was yeah. The oh, worms are gone. My gosh. So she is my good. Yep, she is seven years old now. Wow. Little Bobes. She's not little. No. She looks like Toothless the Dragon. She does. She's got a flat face, a wide, flat face. Um, Yeah, that's how I can describe her. She's perfect. What color is she? She's all black. Yes. All my cats are black. Three black black cats he has. I have a black cat. Yes. What's what's his or her name? Um, Her name is Minnie, like Minnie Mouse. Um, But she also came from Indianapolis Animal Care Services, and she's, like, the most friendly cat. She was actually supposed to be, like, a working barn cat, but um, she totally, like, was trying to, like, get me to take her home when I was at the shelter, and she was successful. Oh, that's wonderful. We are a group of cat owners. We are. Alyssa rescued oatmeal from the dumpster. (laughs) Not technically the dumpster, the bush. Oh, the bush. (laughs) He's trying to embellish the story. Yes, a little. He uh, just this little cat was, I found him outside my house and he was injured and he came in and I wasn't really looking for a cat, but. He stayed, and he's so cute, and now he knows how to flush the toilet. He does not know how to what? use it. Yes. He he loves the toilet. It's like his, we call it toilet TV, Alyssa, and we flush it for him. Please stop telling everyone what I like. <laughs> oh, oatmeal. 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 Yes. And uh, he learned how to flush it. It's crazy. They do like that the, the, the water insane. effects. Wow. Yes. I wonder if he would enjoy swimming. Interesting. He has a water fountain at home, and he does not care for it. But the toilet is in, so. All my cats like the water fountain. Um, Gus, he's another all-black cat. He looks like a Maine Coon. I mean, he's teeny tiny, Mm -hmm. but his fur is just out there. He's like the Albert Einstein of cats. Intelligence-wise as well. Oh, absolutely. He's a smart smart. cookie. Mm -hmm. Um, Brought me that trash. He did. (laughs) Yes, he did. He's He's a good egg. And he's only about a year old. He's cute. Yes. And then Pip and Squeak mm-hmm. is another all-black cat. How many cats cat. do you have? Three. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's, uh, ex- I like it. No, it's good. Explains a lot. And one dog. And one dog. <laughs> oh, what's your dog's name? Samwise the Brave. Oh, what We're kind gonna, of dog is Samwise? He is a domestic terrorist, at least a level three. Um he was, uh, he, he was. I, I, I had, I, sometimes I get 
impulses. And sometimes those need to be reined in. And this, <laughs> this <laughs> might have, have been one of those. This, this certainly was one of those. It was a week before Thanksgiving, I think. And uh, my neighbor was out of town. And she, her kids watch my cats, uh, my home, and I'm out of town and vice versa. So she needs somebody to take care of Albert. Albert Capone, her, uh, her little chihuahua. He's not that little. So we had an <laughs> awesome day. He and I were, were hanging out and just two, two bros on the town, you know. <laughs> two bros on the town. Yep. You know, and uh, it was fun. I was like, I, I I think I'm ready for a dog. I need to slow down a little bit. I need to be at home more, be more present. And uh, I think I'm ready for a dog. Um, Maybe not ready for Sam, though. <laughs> no. Uh, and somebody found him for me and he did well with cats, or so they said. Um, and he would go anywhere and just sit and lay on his bed. Um, he's a mutt. He was at a kill shelter in Oklahoma and then rescued by a f- nonprofit in Loveland, Colorado. And was with okay. a foster, and the fosters abused him. And so then he was oh, with this no. dog trainer who also volunteered to work for the nonprofit, and I found him there, and he was still available, and I got to meet him. And holy high energy. They don't know what he is. Um, <laughs> cute. A, he is cute. Big ears. Are you going to get a DNA test for him? Uh, I think I will eventually. Um, yeah, he's I should. definitely putting he's, – he's, he's, he's putting you through the ringer. He is. <laughs> He's he, training you. I good He's luck. trying. He's trying. He'll <laughs> so be trying like for walk? years. Does he like to run or like what does he what does he like to do? What's he, his best he, life? He loves the outside. He loves the snow. He's always out there playing in it and eating it. He loves to chew things up, including my shoes in the yard. And my, and... Oh gosh. Um <laughs> and uh, he is just he has so much energy. He has so much energy. But the trainer was just over last week and she says, Nick, I see a lot of dogs and I have never seen a dog this happy. Um he's just Aww. wild. I'll send you a picture later. He is a good boy. Oh, yeah. Please do. Um, What a lucky boy. He is. Well, we'll be back more with Samantha after this break, and we're going to learn, we will, I promise, about the Humane Society of the U.S. and how she got into that gig and how you can learn to adopt and not shop. Stay tuned for more Nick Snacks. We'll be right back. Nick Snacks, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA here in the Allo Communications Studios. Oh, we're just having a lot of fun here uh, on Nick Snacks. Pick off the year right. It's true. Um, co-host Alyssa Sanchez, Micah Kilpatrick behind the glass. Um, and congratulations to Allo. They're really branching out and reaching out in, in a lot of Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of good friends of mine are working for Allo. Um, every time I see them, I say, Allo. Or is that British accent? Exactly. <laughs> wow. He's a great British actor, I think. I would like to host the Great British Bake Off. Oh, they are looking oh, for a new fun. host. I know, because Matt left. You should apply. You have to relocate. Oh, I don't know if you want to leave Greeley. Um, for the great... To, to work under the tent? That's true. Uh, my puns would be... This is true. We should get you to apply. Yes. You know, they have a great American bake-off. No, that's... You they can't. do. I, I, well, I'm not saying they don't. I'm just saying I, <laughs> no, I'm not interested. These are the interested. facts. I mean, the, one Neither. thing I told... I had to watch the Great British Bake Off after I finished Game of Thrones because it put me in a very dark place. Mm-hmm. Um, not a good, not a great time of my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> part, part seven. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> season seven, I mean. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I need to watch something that's 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 got uh, you know uplifting. And my sister in law said, watch the Great British Bake Off. I'm not a baker, and uh, oh my gosh, I fell in love with that show instantaneously. The people are so kind, so, so kind good. to each other. It is so. Just the opposite of Americans. That's why I don't think I'd enjoy the great American and Bake Off. I agree. I haven't watched it, but Aaron from The Office is the host. Wow. So it could be it could be pretty good. Ellie I love Temper. her. Yes. I had a crush on her when she was in The Office. She's awesome. Who didn't? She's rules. She does rule. But uh, now I am a baker, thanks mm-hmm. to the Great British Bake Off. Me too. Oh, what well, do you like to bake? I'm a bread guy. Mm-hmm. Oh. Watch it, Paul Hollywood. I'm coming for you. <laughs> Those steely blue eyes. Yep. Mine aren't blue. No, his. Mine are cold and dead. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, with your cold, dead eyes. Who could stop you? Uh, Yes, I love love baking bread. Mm -hmm. It is my passion. Did you you start during the pandemic? Were you one of those pandemic bread bakers? I realized in the pandemic, I lost all my staff and we weren't performing concerts. And, and, you know, after years of, of being the executive director, I was... Like what I what fills my cup fills my bucket um, the most is being able to have something to produce and when you can't produce anything um, like concerts it was again I was not in a very good place um, so I started baking bread and it was it was a complicated scientific process and that tapped into my biochemistry background um, and this is fascinating sourdough and mm-hmm. you know trying to you know cast iron skillets and starting to do seasonings and um, you know just really exploring that and I've been doing it ever since. Well, and baking at altitude wow. too is its own thing. It's totally different versus baking up here. Yeah, is it really? Oh, yeah, I it's know. different here. We have to use different stuff for sourdough starters and sourdough bread because it's so dry. We don't get the kind oh, of moisture. Fascinating. <laughs> I didn't I even had know no that. Idea. You are the one who said you threw water in the bottom of your oven. <laughs> okay, that's to get a crust. I don't know why you think this is so shocking. It's it's shocking. You hear this? It sounds like something's on fire. <laughs> no, I mean you you well, and that's why I started to use a Dutch oven now. Yeah, because you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. All, but I do like to to bake a couple batches at a time, and I can't do that with the current recipe I have because my starter died. Oh, um, that's our morning show. That is our our morning show. Yes. Sadness. <laughs> um, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so I throw uh, a lot of water into the bottom of my oven that steams up and you close the oven really fast. And <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing at me. It gets the crust. It gets that nice, crunchy crust. It, and the bread is good, so I, I can't mess with the method. I bread sounds awesome. like a banana for bread. It is. It is. If the oven was big enough, I, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> no. We've learned anything from Hansel and Gretel. It is do not get in the oven. No. No. no do not. Yes. Sylvia Plath. Bad idea. Yep. Never ends well. Exactly. <laughs> Indeed. Oh. So, Sam, you are uh, – so we have Humane Societies um, all um, – almost – well, I guess – I wonder if you know the statistic. How many counties in Indiana have a Humane Society? That's a great question. So um, it's kind of a, a hard question to answer because we have not only humane societies that tend to be, like as a general term, that tend to be like 501c3 organizations, but we also have animal control. And I think sometimes people, you know, use those terms interchangeably. Mm. So most Indiana counties, so we have 92 counties in Indiana, um, have an animal care and control. So, except for like four, I think there's only a few that don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some humane societies that actually like do animal control for their communities. So, I, I would say probably roughly. I mean, there's around a hundred, give or take. Um, I had um, well, humane societies. Well, because we have one in Weld County. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just so sad to go in there. I mean, it really is. It you, is. It's hard to not 
it's like for me going to Costco, not walking out without $300 in my cart. Same with an animal. Um, <laughs> but with the, the Humane Society, uh, with animal care and control, I had a bad experience with them once. I oh, called no. and complained about this little oh, cat. No. Uh, well, you complained about a little cat? No, I didn't complain about a little cat. <laughs> I rescued a cat and we named him Remington. Oh, <laughs> and that's why Remington. you complained. Yeah, well, no, we called him. and like, hey, clearly he's somebody's pet. Um, and it was nine o'clock. Well, my shift's about over. So like, what, what do we do? He's like, I don't yeah. know. Leave it outside and hope for the best. <gasps> yeah. What? Yeah. Leave it's it outside typical. and hope for the yeah, best. Yeah, it's kind of typical. And, you know, more, I don't know if it's a rural community, but mm. we, we see that quite a bit. So. Uh, so sad. So anyway, yeah. um, what is the, what is, what do you do as the Indiana State Director for the Humane Society of the United States? I mean, that's just. Yeah. Do you have a badge? Good, good question. Uh, I do not have a badge. You should um, make one. <laughs> but we do actually respond sometimes if we're invited with law enforcement. We actually did a cockfighting bus um, in Aussie in Indiana back in October. So oh, that wow. was pretty interesting. That's right near Fort Wayne, isn't it? Chickens. Just south of yes. Fort Wayne? Yes. I remember those commercials. Right. Yeah, Aussie and furniture. Well, County. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it wasn't exactly. there, was it? Yep. Um, it was not at Aussie Furniture, no. Okay, good. I would have been upset. <laughs> there were no roosters in the, the furniture. Okay. So you get to participate in the raid? Do they give you a vest? Um, no. But, okay. you know, we, we do get to wear, you know, like our responding. We have response gear, you know, shirts and, wow. you know, jackets and stuff. But, um, no, so a common misconception is that, you know, the Humane Society of the United States oversees all humane societies across the country, which is not true. All of those organizations are separate 501c3 organizations. We actually are a national nonprofit, um, and we work to um, really try to reduce animal suffering at the root cause. So we do a lot of policy-related work. We do have an animal rescue team, like I just mentioned, that will respond with law enforcement if we're invited um, on large-scale cruelty and neglect cases. Um, but we work with advocates, um, gr- like at the grassroots level, locally, at the state level, and then um, we also engage um, at the federal level as well. So think more of, like, policy. We try to really stop animal suffering um, before those animals get in a situation where they're suffering. So um, we work closely with shelters and rescues across the state, but we are not a governing body that that really um, – oversees shelters or, or does anything to tell them what to do, like anything like that. Sure. I'm heavily involved in the Chamber of Commerce in Greeley, so it sounds like the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, where it's not overseeing all of the chambers, but is substantial in legislation on a national level for chambers to be a part of, if I'm making, if it is making sense. Is that kind of what it's like? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, we have a lot of different I mean, opportunities for people to get involved and engaged. Um, and, you know, like I said, I do work a lot with, you know, local humane societies across the state. But yeah, we don't we're not in charge of them, which I think some people um, may think just because of our name. I think it's a little confusing. So interesting. Uh, so how did yeah. you stumble upon this this gig that you have? Yeah, so it's it's kind of one of those like serendipitous moments. Um, so I was working, um, back in 20, I guess it was 2018 for the Indiana secretary of state, Connie Lawson. Um, I was her business services, um, attorney and special counsel. So I was doing a lot of like fun business related attorney stuff, um, for the state. And I went to a bar association event, um, for the animal law section of the state bar association. And I took my three rescue dogs at the time to that event. And I met um, the former Indiana State Director, and I, I was talking to her, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is your job? Like, how cool you get to work to 
help animals every single day. And she was a lawyer um, and had a policy background. I was like, that is so cool. And she was recruiting volunteers. So I signed up to be um, what we called a district leader at the time. So I got involved that way. Um, I did that for about a year. Uh, I got to meet with my legislators and talk to them about, you know, animal related issues at the state level, which was super cool. Um, and then Erin, she stepped away from the job and, um, I wasn't really looking for another position, but I took a, a look at the job description and I was like, this is me. Um, I just, if my background just really aligned with, um, what they were looking for and, and my passion for animals just really came in handy also. So here I am almost four years later. Um, fighting the good fight for all the animals. So. That is amazing. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. We'll be back after this break to finish up with Sam Chapman, the state director. Oh, I just screwed that up. We can't do edits either. We'll be back. We'll be back. Thanks, Alyssa. <laughs> we'll be back. Next on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA, Northern Colorado's voice. Who, in fact, let the dogs out? Woof. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's it. Next Next is brought to you by 477 Distilling, located in downtown Greeley. I am their event man. Trivia's every other Tuesday. I forgot to mark it this week's. I have music trivia coming up at the end of the month. Ooh, just general? Like pop music? What kind of music? Um, We're going to really go back to my skill set, which is anywhere from the Gregorian chant days to African throat singing. But that's it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I I know all about Gregorian chants. Oh, my gosh. I do know about that. So I'm the expert. Yes. (laughs) And honestly, Gregorian wasn't two guys named Greg or Ian. It was common misconception. It is just like with the Philharmonic when people call it. Uh, I say, you know, it's not. Wasn't a group it of like people. the Gregorian monks or something? No, chants. <laughs> yeah, but lo- like, w- weren't monks involved or something? Or am I getting this way wrong? Oh, uh, well, you're you're on the right track. You, well, yes, <laughs> yeah. I don't know where that track's going, but you're, you're on, on it, it. Micah. It's the right one for you. So we're. I, I'm just talking because I'm not allowed to ask the question I want to ask. I uh, yeah, we're gonna. <laughs> I don't have a sensor button in here in studio, which is really concerning. Yes. Um, but with yeah, Alyssa, this button. Go Broncos. I don't have that button. <laughs> I'm not a Broncos fan. I'm a Bears fan. Mm. Oh, Chicago. Hey, you guys get the first pick in the draft. Yeah, we do. Uh, whoop, whoop. I, I mean, I don't care. The only thing wow. I do with football is gamble. You don't care about that. I don't do well. <laughs> Well, just don't bet on the Colts. Uh, Exactly. (laughs) You know, those Midwest teams are just really... uh... But for the first year in a long time, the Packers did not make the playoffs. And for that, I am eternally grateful. Mm. There was a time... um, Oh, gosh, I was hosting trivia at Roma. I think I told you this. I insulted the UNC football team. Did I tell the story last week on the... Oh, my gosh. Um, I had to make sure. So I I walked in to do trivia. I do a couple rounds there every Thursday night to help a buddy out. And it's fun to still be hip with the college crowd. Yes. I think they're laughing at me, not with me, though, for the jokes. I'll check. Uh, 
um, but I have a lot of fun. It's it's a it's fun. So anyway, I go. Is that the hockey team? They go. No, it's a football team. And why I thought it was the hockey team because there were a lot of mullets. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. Uh, I had to get rid of my mullet a couple of years ago. Oh my god! Can you imagine me with a mullet? You had a mullet? No, Alyssa. Oh, oh my gosh. No, no mullets. 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 Yep, mullets. <laughs> mullets. That's all I'm going to say. Mull over that one. Yep. Um, so I, I asked uh, Stephen, the bartender. He's you know good, six six, two hundred fifty pounds. I go, hey, if if I give out some stats, would it be okay if uh, if they try to beat me up that you got my back? It's like <laughs> absolutely because we don't like them. They never pay their bills. They since have paid their tabs oh. um, because the GM went to the football coach and that was inexcusable. And go here, you are who you are. I'm growling yes. in twice in one episode. Wow. Um, I'm in that mood today. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, I, I go up there and, and in between rounds, I say, all right, I know we have the UNC football team here. Let me give you some interesting statistics about sports. Uh, American football takes about three hours and 30 minutes to complete a game. Um, there's only in that time period 11 minutes of action and uh, the 75 minutes of commercial, even though it's, you know, it's a 60-minute game. And I said that equates to about 5.69% of action, which, if I know correctly, is about what you all see both on and off the field. Oh, my God. <laughs> Based on their mullets? Uh, oh, gosh. And then oh I go, I play a real sport called gosh. hockey. Uh, and told them, hey, it's two hours and 20 minutes, only about 30 minutes of commercial time, and uh, this 42% action in a hockey game. Did they beat you up? No. And a fraction of the viewers. Hey, that's still fine. I mean, we are the Stanley Cup winners. You do not disrespect hockey. Exactly. I like hockey too. It's just football's way better. No. Well, we didn't win the Super Bowl last year, but we did win the the Stanley Cup. (laughs) Yeah, we did. Yep. I love hockey. Anyhow, um, we're with Samantha Chapman, the Indiana State Director of the Humane Society of the United States. Um, God, it's just. uh, I still, I'm, I'm flummoxed. What a cool position that you have. Um, so what's a normal week look like for you, Sam, when it's uh, in busy legislation time as we're in now with all the, all the, the changes in leadership we've had? Yeah, it's a great question. So, yeah, it's busy. Um, we're off to the races. We've got, you know, bills being introduced, um, trying to track, you know, who's authoring what, good bills, bad bills, you know, what's getting assigned to committee. Um, so I do a lot of tracking. Um, I'm, you know, at the state house every single day, I'm keeping tabs on things, you know, watching the sessions, attending committee hearings, testifying on bills, you know, pro, you know, bills that we're in support of, bills that we're opposing, you know, working with other organizations and lobbyists, um, you know, to build support or opposition depending on the issue. So, you know, it keeps me busy. Um, don't get into too much trouble during the legislative session. So do you have um, to be a lawyer to have your position? No, it's not a requirement. Um, you know, many lobbyists are attorneys, but you don't have to be um, an attorney to be a lobbyist. So as a lobbyist, I just envision all these people with really nice cars that get taken to golf all the time and, and bought out by politicians. I have a feeling that that's not the case with you. No, I don't um, play a lot of golf. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I liked that one. Yeah. No one's coming up in a, in a van offering you like purebred. I don't know. Hey, I can get you this. What's a rare dog? Burmese <laughs> oh, mountain no, dog. Chinese crested. Oh, oh no, Burmese. I was just going to say puppy. Common. Bernadoodle. Bernadoodle. Bernadoodles are so cute. Are they? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I was never a dog person, and I'm still 
taking my temperature on if I am or not. But um, Sam, what do you see? Uh, I mean, this is a crazy time of the year when a lot of people get pets for the holidays. And I know this doesn't directly impact you, but uh, what words of advice for people do you have that, uh, that may try to reduce the number of returned animals we see this time of year? Get a goldfish? <laughs> I mean, that's not a, not a terrible idea. But don't flush um, the goldfish because they're mutating and they're huge in local ponds and stuff. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, That's I don't know. Advice. I'm not a huge <laughs> goldfish expert, um, but, you know, I think the biggest thing that people can do is, like, you know, do everything that they can to keep their own pet. Um, you know, I think we see, like, we do a lot of work with HSUS at um, the local level to keep pets and their people together. That's one of the best ways we can um, reduce the burden on our local shelters. So, you know, if you're able, we do a lot of, like, pet food, pantries, um, helping folks get have access to spay neuter and like vaccine clinics and things like that, so people can afford to take care of their pets. You know, we've seen a dramatic increase of people going to pet food pantries during this time with inflation and just the economy. And so, I think um, the biggest thing people can do is to keep their their current pets if they can. And there's a lot of resources. I mean, not only in Indiana but across the country at the local level. So I encourage people to do that if, if they're struggling. There's a lot of help that's out there. And, um, you know, most shelters really want to do everything that they can to keep pets and their people together because we know that pets are doing the best and their people are doing the best when, when they're together. So um, absolutely, we do that as much as possible. Yeah. Samwise, um, I, I made a grave mistake last night and let him sleep, not in his kennel. And he's an escape artist. He has broken out of his kennel more times than I can count. Um, so bungee cords and carabiners are now my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, okay, oh he's been okay. I've left him for a few hours at a time. Maybe he'll be good because he'll sleep tonight. No, I woke up and I just looked downstairs and there's just foam from a pillow everywhere. Well, he was a naughty boy, but that's all right. Yeah, I love him, and he went outside, and he knew he was in trouble, but still, he'd give him breakfast and water and pats on the head and scratches. Scritches, not scratches. Aww, scratches. Under the chin. keep our lives interesting, don't they? They sure do. So true. Sam, thank you so much. Congratulations <laughs> on all that you're doing for animals um, across the state of Indiana and beyond, and uh, we'll look forward to having you on again down the road. This. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Congratulations again on your um, wonderful honor this fall. And yeah, keep keep up the great work well, in Colorado. Same to you. Well-deserved for you. This has been Nick Snacks, and that's our cutoff. <laughs>